Welcome to Pop Culture Cake and We Are Venom. <laughs> nice. And that and by that I mean all of us, all three of us are Venom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm here with Dane. Hi, this is Dane. Forrest. Hey, I'm definitely the human person in the trio. <laughs> And of course, myself, Brent. I don't know if I've ever, I can't now in hindsight, I can't remember if I've ever, like I did went to the effort of letting people know what my name is. I mean, I mean, people know my name, but mm-hmm. anyway, we're here to discuss the, what year did you say it came out? 2018? Sure. 2018's sure. Venom with starring so we're Tom almost Hardy. Like on time for it, you know? Uh-huh. Well, we're almost on time for the sequel, right? The sequel's coming out at some point. Yeah, Hardy. like less than a month. They uh, fortunately fixed Woody Harrelson's hair for. Is it really? <laughs> is it really in this year? Oh, wild! Wow. Uh, yeah, oh, it's wow. coming out it's any a, minute now. It's a, coming out in a week, literally. This will... You're telling me you didn't plan this? This wasn't part. Of, this wasn't the. Uh, this is no, the reason no. we're talking about Venom. Well, we no, were supposed to do really. it last week, so it really would have been two weeks ago. You know? Well, really, and when this gets edited and sent out, it'll be even closer to that. Maybe, maybe even after Venom might be out. Now that I think about it, no spoilers for that movie because we weren't. We haven't we weren't privy to it. Yeah, because we don't have future sight. Yeah, we're not we aware. Don't. Yeah. I thought it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Wrap. Yep. yep. It's pretty good. Uh, it's okay. Maximum maxes and uh that's it. So here's my thing. I thought I I thought I, I had seen it initially. It came out, or around when it came out. It was fairly new when I saw it the first time. And I thought it was okay. You thought it was okay. So, like, let me... What was your... What was the evolution of your thoughts about this movie? Like, as it's going, like, you're in the first part. Like, you meet this reporter guy. First time or this time? First time. Oh, did you, oh you I don't it? Don't ask me the first time. I have no idea. I can tell you about this time. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, the first time I thought it was... I didn't... The first time I was down on it, to be honest. I'm more up on it now than I was mm-hmm. the first time. I, I think that's was... like generally people were sort of down on this movie. Yeah, um, I, I I liked like the Venom, but I thought what's his? Of course, I'm going to f- space on his name. The actor guy there, Tom Hardy. I Hardy. said his Tom name Hardy. earlier. Yes, thank you. He was doing like a weird accent that I could not get into for that movie. You mean as himself, as like the human, or as uh, as Venom? Yeah, as as the human. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be from New York. Did he yeah, sound and like he, did he was it from s- New York? He, he, I don't know. He had like a weird, I don't know. I, I maybe we're just used to more eloquent to Hardy or you know mumbly Hardy. This whole like semi coherent thing is not what I'm used to. But like semi mumbly, right? Yeah, semi mumbly, exactly. Semi mumbly. Yeah. He's he's yeah. a British actor. He's an English actor, yes. right? Yes, he is. Yep. So I, I don't know if I mean that has any. He's he's played all kinds of people. So I don't I don't know if that has any bearing on it. But yeah, I agree. He was definitely doing like a weird voice. But I thought he was like sort of to i don't think this movie was bad in the sense that like i disliked it but it was definitely camp right it was definitely like supposed to be campy yeah and so i thought that like i thought the kind of performance that tom hardy was giving was a little bit like too good for the movie he was in it was like 10 pounds of acting in a five pound movie bag (laughs) um but I didn't dislike this movie. I just think they were trying to, like, I'm wondering if people thought that it was going to be more of a serious thing than it ended up being. I mean, it's Alien Comes, fake Elon Musk, blah, blah, <laughs> blah. It's kind of the X-Files. 
but not as good. And then action scenes and Tom Hardy and like, that's it. I just described the movie. <laughs> what do you guys think? The actor who plays the bad guy, Riz Ahmed, he was, he was, he's also English. I don't okay. think he had an English accent in the, in the no, movie. No, I don't think so. So I feel like his voice was really good. I thought he did a good job, actually. I remember the first time not being super into him. But this time I thought he was I re- watching it again. I was like, oh, I, uh, I'm actually, I kind of like this a lot. He's like, uh, you know, this like, like anti, like made me feel pretty anti-capitalism. Yeah. Ah, I mean, I, I thought that's why you heroes... liked it. <laughs> <laughs> like I, he I, was, I... he was a capital. He, he just, I feel like in the new, I feel like after, for whatever reason, 2019, 2020, Elon Musk and all these other cats, for whatever reason, turn me off more than they've ever turned me off. And going back to watch this movie and seeing like shades of them in it, in this character, I was like, oh, wow, I really hate this guy. But I like mm-hmm. that he's making me connect that, I guess. Should I we talk about like what happened in this movie? <laughs> Should we, like try to describe the movie itself? I'll tell you what happened in the movie. Um, okay. Nothing. Mm. I, I honestly thought the villain was like, real bad I, I i've at no point did i find it, i found it completely predictable as far as the villain lines were concerned i i did enjoy the whole chemistry between eddie brock and and the symbiote but god just anything to do with the villain was just like so cartoonishly bad i thought he it like kind of goes back to your comp your 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 campy observation he equated himself to god like multiple times yeah, I mean, and, like, and, obviously, and, too. And, and, and that's why like, but that's why like I, I didn't hate his acting and I didn't hate his character because I thought it was I thought that we as the audience are in on the joke after a certain point, like about more than like a third of the way through. You realize that this is like a campy movie and then you're like, oh, shit, this is kind of fun. That was yeah. my reaction, though. And at one point, he like answers a kid's question without answering the question. But the way that he doesn't answer the question is about how questions are good to be like how questions are good. Uh huh. And I was, I thought, and I was like, yeah, that's 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 exactly how somebody in this position might do that. It's funny to me, but it was mm-hmm. funny. I also liked the. I did not rewatch the movie, uh, but I, I I did also enjoy the the Lady Venom, I guess, cameo. Mm-hmm. I like that. That was fun. I thought like that it was tall. <laughs> I like I like tall ladies. I guess. Are we are we sipping for Lady Jamiscu again? And Lady Dimitrescu, yeah, and yes. also. Dimitrescu. And also, Dimitrescu. please say her name right. Okay. Say it. Dimitrescu? Oh, you did say it right. Okay. <laughs> and also, I like Venom. I, I, I watched it with some people. And when Venom got all tall and big, people were like, oh, <laughs> like this is like a, this is like a thirst there now. <laughs> and I think it was, I, I, I was thirst for both Venoms. I thought it was, I, not, I didn't like Riot, but. I just think that looking at some of the trailers for this new movie, I'm a little concerned that like it is a little funny that one of the trailer lines is from Venom and he's like, oh, that's a red one. I want nothing to do with that. But also, like, are all the bad guys just going to be more, more, more symbiotes? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, Spider- like Spider-Man's not going to be in the movie. None of the other yeah, like what's what's going on here. So like what's actually happening here? What's the idea with this? Uh. This is a Marvel movie, but it's not really a Marvel movie. Oh man, I don't. We can't. Yeah, we can't talk. We can't really talk about. We can talk about that stuff. Like, there's nothing that's preventing us. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's it's part of it's part of Sony's Spider-Man universe. Okay. Which has which is made up of Venom. Got it. 
and spy the spider the tom holland spider-man movies are vaguely adjacent to but not and there was supposed to be a silver sable and, and black cat movie but got that is apparently either canceled or in production hell. So and we have like a Mobius or Morbius movie coming out. Yeah, too Mobius. Mobius is the next movie. I mean, I mean the next. It's it's you're right. It is Morbius, uh, and I'll tell you that that's dumb. But it is the, the Venom movie is coming out first, the sequel, and then Mobius I think comes out early Mor- next Morbius. year. Say Got say it. his name right. Morbius. You're right. I should be saying. His, I just think Morbius. Look, Morbius is one of my least favorite Marvel characters oh yeah he's a half vampire how the fuck what morbius i've not heard of this morbius morbius the living vampire yeah living vampire right it's a whole thing good for you buddy he looks a little bit like um it looks like a comedy i mean just just i searched morbius and i clicked on the first thing that comes up and i and i see jared leto just like walking down the street with a with like a robot and i feel like this is giving me comedy vibes that's not probably what they're going for i mean who knows it's it's jared leto so it might be really funny Hmm. i it also kind of i mean the thing about the character design of, of morbius is that i think that's the i don't know i don't know who made morbius you know how like there's that weird marvel has that weird creation methodology but have you ever seen the the marvel character doctors or mr sinister not look I, up, I, Mr. Look up Mr. Sinister. Sinister. Yeah, and tell he's me that, a he's an X Men villain though. Oh, yeah, but tell me that they don't look related. Tell me they're not related. Look me in my fucking face, which you cannot right now. Yeah, I can't do it. And tell me that they're not vaguely reminiscent of each other. I can't do it. I can't say it. I can't look you in your eye. Well, just say it if you think that it's true. Now, no, I mean I don't know. So <laughs> it's Mr. Sinister and uh, and Morbius. Morbius? Which again, I will always, Morbius? I will always say is a dumb name. It is. <sighs> I mean, I can see it. Something Mrs. About... Sinister's just kind of got like a bigger neck. Yeah, it's like, it's it's just this weird like it's just big neck Morbius. It's just big neck, and depending on the iteration, shorter hair. Mm-hmm. It's got like that weird flat top type thing that like the Metal Man from X Men, whose name I can't remember right now, has. Yeah, he's kind of like magified Morbius. It's like if the Metal Man from X Men and Morbius had a had a son. What's the Metal Man from X Men, Dane? Juggernaut? No, no, uh, no the no, Russian. Uh, no, hold on, Colossus. Colossus. It's like if Colossus and Morbius had a kid, it'd be Mister Sinister. I and I, look, I just, I mean, I, I think I, I, I'm, I'm the kind of person where time kind of heals a lot of wounds, so I feel less aggressively about Jared Leto's Joker than I have in the past. But I still feel pretty bad about it. Mm-hmm. So I have like no faith in this movie. And I also have no faith in Sony. I have zero faith in Sony. Like I did not like 2007 Spider-Man. I did not like Amazing Spider-Man. I did not like Amazing Spider-Man 2. Although I think the costume was better. Mm-hmm. And I just there was like three whole movies where I thought it was a bad idea. A lot of their like their obsession with getting a Sinister Six set up as their own characters. Because like having access to spider-man only and being like i want to make a spider-man cinematic universe which is what their plans were pre tom holland spider-man and like the abject failure of amazing spider-man 2 kind of rushed this in their idea was like oh we're gonna have a sinister six we're gonna have a we're gonna have a cinematic universe but but like all they had was spider-man so it was just villains it was gonna be villains that were headlining movies which Fine, but Spider-Man villains, aside from Venom and Green Goblin, are not like the best rogues gallery. They're not, it's not 
Batman. People yeah, you're go, coming people... to you're coming to you're coming to a Spider-Man movie just to watch Spider-Man, really. To be yeah, honest, you're reading a Spider-Man comic to read about Spider-Man. Okay, there are three characters. I'll say Venom, and here's the thing about Venom. Venom is like it's Venom is pushing it. I'm a big fan of Venom, so that's why he's on the list. But I think Venom pushes it. And then the other good villains are Green Goblin and Dr. Octopus, depending on how they're portrayed. Also, Venom has become something of an anti-hero and actually straight up hero in, in, in more recent comics. And stuff. Yeah, there's also anti-Venom, which is like a weird Eddie Brock thing. That ex- like It's like enough of like Venom had been in Eddie Brock long enough that he developed his own. Like, I don't know, man. It's too much. There's too much. I just... Mm. And it's too much and too little in that, like, you can't make your own universe, Sony, stop. Please don't do it. Just make a bunch of money with But look Marvel. how much money Marvel made. Yeah. I know, but I, and I'm, I'm advocating for, for them to make a lot of money. Just doing, do it by through. By doing what? By doing, doing Marvel movies. Look, Marvel has shown that they're happy to be like, hey, look, at least for a little bit, to be like, hey, look, we don't really want all of the profits don't damage our like marvel has a vested interest in the marvel brand and if they were to, if they if they could just if both of them could just shut the fuck up and be like here's the deal you keep all of the profits from these movies that we help you make okay just fund the fund the production bill and let us have creative shepherdship and you keep all the money because look we're making a we're making we're making oogles and boogles of money and on every other marvel movie we don't need spider-man money like it's nice good for you but it would help us more if spider-man wasn't shit which is like what you were doing before we came in on board and kevin feige you know had that opinion for a long time like he gave notes to sony on amazing spider-man they just refused to hear him about it yeah, but I think the infamous at this point Steve quote about about Sony that or Sony about Disney that like they're they're there to make money. You know, it's it's not about the art. It's not about the storytelling. That that's all secondary to the Yeah, brother, I'm not saying I don't I'm not I'm not saying that that they care about the art. I said they care about the brand. Like they're worried about the brand because the brand is what makes them money. And so mm-hmm. they can't have bad movies come out. Look, they'll never be great, or the, if they're great, it'll be through great effort on the part of the creators. But they can't be bad. If there's a series of bad Marvel movies that give off the impression to a fickle audience that Marvel is over the hill, they'll stop, that's, stop going. That's not good for business. So they yeah. don't they don't truly care about. And Spider Man is one of the biggest names out there, and people don't ha- like most people don't have a clear, especially now don't have a clear indication of, of the difference between a Sony Spider-Man versus what it would mean if it was a Disney Spider-Man. And Sony's shown that they can make good movies. Like they made Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. And I don't think Disney was all that involved in that, if at all. And I think Into the, into the Spider-Verse is maybe the best Spider-Man movie. Yes. Like yeah, tied, if, if, sure. if, it's, if it's tied with anything, it's tied with Spider-Man 2. And, and even then... To be honest with you, I think I've seen Spider-Man into the into the Spider-Verse four times inside of two or three years. And every time I've been more in love with it, whereas Spider-Man 2, I feel nostalgic for, but I've only ever seen it like three times. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like they're capable of doing it. But when once you, once they start to see green, once they start to see money, I think they're going to they're going to really fumble it. And Venom, I think, is a good example of something that is not good enough to justify what they're trying to do. 
Like Venom was fine. I thought it was fine. I thought it was a little fun. I thought it was fine. But it was not good enough for for Sony to convince me that they're going to handle the properties well. Yeah, Venom to me seemed like it's a good enough movie that like if you if you want to watch it, definitely go and watch it. But if you if you have a choice to watch something better, just go ahead and watch something better. Like <laughs> I don't know why you would watch Venom if there's like all these other good movies that are out there. I'm looking at so highest grossing films from Sony Pictures Motion Picture Group. Sony Pictures Motion Picture Group. I'll say that again. Number one, Spider-Man: Far From Home, 2019, highest grossing movie, which I kind of can't believe, but okay. It was 1.19 um, billion, I think, right? Like 1.2 billion or something. Yeah, 1.13 according to Wikipedia. Uh, and then it's just like Skyfall, Jumanji, blah blah blah, Spider-Man three. So yeah, as long as they, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, Brent, but I think that if they, I, I, I if think, they just, uh, if they don't, they don't care about. It's like a this is overused, I, but it's like a game theory thing, right? Like if they just want to make there's no reason for them to coordinate with Marvel slash Disney if they don't have to. If they think that they can make more money this way, they're going to just go ahead and do it. And I think they'll make less money. I think they'll just make less money is what okay. the... I mean, like... I don't I know what it, percentage Disney's asking for. But, like, if Disney's asking for, like, 50%, I mean, the do they really think that they can't make 50% without Disney? That's a good point. Because it might just be, like, what's coming off the top. I mean, I don't know if there is a trade. I know for Spider-Man 1... They weren't. They didn't exchange money. So if you guys can vamp for a little bit, I'll I'll, I'll find out. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dane. What's what else is going on in your going on in your life? What other movies uh, have you watched? I haven't watched like any movies. I was hoping to do some watching of stuff this weekend because it's just been uh, lack of things to uh, watching in my life lately. It's sad. Really. Mm-hmm. I did finally see um, Shang Chi. I mean, we did an episode of that, right? Yeah. I didn't. What I wasn't think? on that one because I hadn't seen it at the time. I mean, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I think all of these movies are too long in general, <laughs> and I think that's okay. just—I I think that's just uh, not in like a you know. There's this whole thing about how like in the '80s and before movies had so much more setup that now like people can't pay attention and like watch a movie from that time period or before, which is like most movies, right? Because they expect things to just like kind of bam happen right away. And that's not what I'm talking about. Like things ramped up pretty quickly, but I'm just like, what are you trying to say with this movie with all of these, these parts to it? You, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think, I think, I just think movies are too long. I don't know. <laughs> Dan, what's your reaction to that? You seem to uh, disagree. I mean, there's some movies that feel too long, but I don't know. I really enjoyed Shang-Chi a lot. To, to be clear, I did as well. I'm just like, you know, lasering in on like the one or two things i don't like because <laughs> that's just how i know but there was a movie not too long ago oh i mean i thought star wars episode nine was way longer than it had to be oh i didn't i didn't even watch star wars episode yeah nine. you yeah you didn't it's it was so bad oh so bad yeah definitely think star wars episode nine was too long what other movies recently? so real quick um the deal that they came to for this first Spider-Man movie, which I don't know if it's the same deal. I'll keep looking. Is that they would both, they would invest in their own movies and keep the majority of the profits from their, their own movies. So like pretty much a no money deal, except that if the new Spider-Man movie did over 750 million global, they would reduce their, the, the merchandising fee that Marvel pays Sony for Spider-Man. So... I, you know, I, I still can't, I can't believe how much money these companies make in merchandising. It 
blows my mind. But I guess like it's just I'm not a kid anymore, so I'm not like buying the toys or anything, right? But I guess that's still a thing, right? I I don't get it. Do you think it's kids who are buying the merchandise? Solid solid point. I don't know. It's kids and it's us it's us man it's us man children. Yeah, I think it's maybe more the last. I mean, I I have no I have no science on this. I don't know, but that was that's what I suspect. Should actually like figure that out. Yeah, I mean, but the the current deal I think only covers two more Spider-Man movies, which included Far From Home. So I'm not sure what's going to happen post that. So the the term agreements are Disney will now receive 25 percent of the profits from Spider-Man: Homecoming three, uh, but will expect it to pay roughly a quarter of the production costs. So that's that's the deal. Looks like. That's the way it goes. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about something else. This is, I don't, (laughs) sorry, I just don't, I don't, Venom, there's nothing to say. It's a good, it's, you can watch it, watch it if you want. That's, that's my point. Look, I don't, yeah, watch it. It's fine, I guess. I just don't think, I just, also this new one is just as carnage and I get it. They're like historical. It just doesn't, it's not enough. And Sony, look, Sony's. Well, I am a little curious about how they do Carnage's origin stories because in the comics, if I'm not mistaken, Venom ba- just basically left an offspring lying around when he when Eddie Brock went to the prison, and I so that's I, what they're doing. Is that what they're doing? Yeah, at one point, uh, like in the in the mid credit scene, Tom Hardy's character Eddie Brock goes to visit the the criminal, and yeah. that was in 2018. Mm-hmm. And the 2021 trailer shows. At one point, Harrison, not Harrison, Woody Harrelson, like bites Eddie and gets some of his blood. And it's like, that's not blood. I don't know what that is, but that's not blood. I've tasted blood. So I just think he consumes some of Eddie's blood and oh. gets the carnage symbiote out of it. Like, that's what they're going to do. All righty, then. I just don't want Sony to get bought out is my concern. Oh, and because you, yeah, because you know that that's what Disney will do if they can't. Yeah, like if they continue to antagonize Disney, they'll just buy Sony. <laughs> and I don't know if they can do that anymore. I don't know if that's like too much in terms of. I don't they know can, if this, let's be honest, they can do anything. <laughs> but I just don't know if the legal, if the legal, legal, like if the monopoly legal ramifications are that. Well, if they haven't hit, yeah. the, if they haven't hit the threshold yet, you think they ever will? Yeah, they'll just keep going. Might as well go for broke. I mean, I think that's why Disney doesn't make like movie theaters. I think that's why they've never really because because I think as long as you are producing IPs, I don't know if there's so much. It's, I think it's I think mostly it's about distribution and like uh, other stuff. But I guess there is the problem of like what 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 was it like the Hateful Eight where uh, Quentin Tarantino was trying to like show it in theaters and Disney had some movie coming out. And Disney basically is like threatened to pull all their movies from theaters if they didn't give one of their movies like prime screenings, even though Hateful Eight like just came out as well. Might remember that? No, no, I remember Hateful Eight had some like forty millimeter like they were working with movie theaters to be like we we don't show this digital, show this on film. But that's that's the only like film related thing I've heard about it. Hateful Eight was okay. I just yeah. look. I I just think Sony's stupid, and they like, they're, <laughs> like they're really dumb, and they're they're dumb not to just continue to make money. Like, and and Disney could be it maybe, and maybe Disney's also antagonizing them back by like being finicky with like 
like I think Kevin Feige's like just do the deal, and Disney's like, but we're Disney, we want more of the pie, and Sony's like, we want to not give you more of the pie, and Disney's like, but the pie, and it's like this weird thing where like you know they're both like fucking they're dick measuring it out, and I just think Sony will lose that confrontation, and, and that Disney knows that, so they're being oh. But it's the way you're describing this is way too. It's like Disney and Sony are childhood friends and they used to be friends, but now it's been a while and they've had this grudge for years. But I don't think it's like that. I think they're just both acting as like, quote unquote, rational capitalists. Right. Like, I think that. um, But they're not because I think rational capitalism would be like, look, just keep you don't get any of our money we can we keep letting you have spider-man which is a nice ad and we keep our money but disney's like the reason you have good spider-man stuff but i think it's like a it's a difference between disney and feige you know disney's like the reason you have good spider-man is us so we want money and feige's like i only care about having spider-man and sony's like we want to keep the majority of this money and so it's like the money interests between Spider by between Sony and Disney is conflicting with the long-term quality of the product. But then Sony gets to be able to just like leech off of Sony gets to leach off of like Marvel slash Disney. And yeah, so why do the they deal, care what the if, product is? I mean, okay, de- okay if, we can we can deal, argue we can argue this point forever. But that's what the yeah, why not? Why not argue the point forever? Okay. <laughs> okay, then we'll do it. Yeah, let's keep going. But the, okay. yeah, but like the long the long term viability of the product is not permanent, right? Like I think, I don't think there's a single brand or character out there that can take two bad movies in a row. You know, like yeah, I see your point. Like Thor had got away with it because the first Thor wasn't that bad, but people were really mad about the second Thor, and Marvel corrected, and now and Thor was lifted up by Avengers and other things like. What would you say is a a bad movie that's followed Thor two in the Marvel universe? Yes, I don't know if there ha- I don't know if Marvel has bad movies except for Thor two and Iron Man two. Uh Iron Man two wasn't. I don't think I don't think Iron Man two deserves to be in the same class as uh, as Thor two. Yeah, but if I had to, okay, okay. If you pick if you, some, if you had two. Pick some it would be Thor, Iron Man two and Thor two. Those are the those are probably the worst two. Yeah, I mean, uh, not I don't, I, the Hulk movie. Yeah, you're right. So the the Hulk. Then I'd do Hulk. The I would do Hulk and Iron and Thor two. But like people didn't like Iron Man three. I think they're wrong. I think people are wrong about that. But you know, I was all right with Iron Man three. I did not like the transition between Iron Man three into Age of Ultron, where it just like completely undid. All the progress of Iron Man three. No, I I would say that you're probably right, but that you could easily explain that away as like like Iron Man is no longer obsessed with making suits for himself at the rate that he does, but that the core personality trait about building armor to protect stayed. You know what I mean? Like he was able to maybe. And I think maybe if if they were smarter, they could like they could have like f- phrased it that way, where it's like, now look, Tony Stark, you know, changed a little bit, but his core concerns are the same, and he still has a fear of. Because I think if you were to change it, the the if you were to look at it, there's like there is a through there's a you could read a thorough line of like the events of of the Avengers triggered like are like line up with Tony's like this like 
super smart character who who was for a long time felt untouchable had the events of Iron Man happen and became very aware of his mortality, found a way to reclaim that confidence and then realized that even in that moment, after reclaiming his confidence through the Iron Man suit, the events of Iron Man 2 being made to bleed, the sharks are coming in the water, he already started to feel a collapse of this newfound confidence. And the Avengers then put a highlight on that even further by saying, look, there's shit out here that you don't even know about. You know what I mean? smartest man in the world and you're not that you're not that meaningful and i think that lines him up with like there's like a lot of connections between him and thanos in that way like it was a very it was a very small line but like thanos is like i'm not the only one cursed with knowledge thanos and iron man are the, i think the same character to some extent like thanos might have been was maybe one of the smartest people on his planet and you know came up to the wall of that's not enough and iron man did too all right and there was a like misguided attempts by both of these characters to correct for that. Iron Man made Ultron in an attempt to correct for his inability to protect or control the world in the way that he thought he should be able to. Tried to build an armor around the world. And Thanos saw the inequity of and the randomness and suffering of overpopulation, I guess, is what he is, his point was. And his inability to convince people to do things his way and he decided to exert his will in another way they're both wrong so i don't know i just think venom's okay <laughs> yeah i i also I, I think if they do a third venom if it's another symbiote like that's boring that's not we can't on one hand be like Ugh, iron all of the um, all of the marvel movies the they're the bad guys are just you know this was like a, a criticism of phase one and two all of the bad guys are just the evil versions of the good guys, you know, like uh, Iron, like Warmong, Ironmonger, and you know, to some extent Loki, and all of the fir- like Ant Man's bad guy is whatever the Ant Man's bad guy jacket. was, Yellow Jacket, sure, you know that type of <laughs> stuff. Sure. Well, I thought Iron Man. I thought Ant Man was fine. You know, I, <laughs> that's maybe another one that can get on like the low half of the. No, I like Iron Man. I mean, it has uh, what's his it has Luis. Uh, he's great. Yeah, that bit, that bit, that that bit never came back, and I'm glad that it didn't. It was fine for it, but and I think Ant Man also was a product of that era of Marvel. You know, I think Guardians of the Galaxy like rang the bell for the next era. Like it has to be different. And Phase Three, you saw Ragnarok, you saw Civil War, you saw all those other movies that were more creator led, but you also still saw some of the remnants. You still saw like. Doctor Strange felt like by the numbers and Captain Marvel felt by the numbers. Although I still think Captain Marvel was fine. A lot of people hate Captain Marvel and I look, I don't get it. I think it's okay. I thought it was a lot. A lot of that sexism. Yeah. A lot of that is misogyny for sure. Like there are definitely movies that come out that are, that are who's their, their perceived quality is, is harshly reduced by misogyny. I think Captain Marvel is one of them. And I figure, I mean, I figure, um, I guess I'm I, I'm interested to see what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. I, like I've said before, though, I think Marvel's kind of dead for me in terms of like a... I will still watch Marvel movies, but I'm not going to be like as invested as I was pre-Endgame. Oh. Like that was 10 years. You know, that was like a big deal for me. I think this is the next generation. We're going to see the transition to the next generation yeah. of Marvel fans and we'll see what... I remember you this... talking about this before. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I like, I like Chang-Chi. 
and Black Widow was, was all right. And the TV shows have been good, and I've already caught up on What If. It's been a lot of fun. I don't know. The multiverse is pretty exciting, so we'll see. I think that stuff is a bad is a bad vibe. Oh, I think multiverse. I said this last Why time. So? It's just too complicated. I think part of the benefit of the Marvel Cinematic Universe was that it was like a very finite, very limited universe. So consequences kind of mattered. And look, comics have done this and comics have suffered for this for decades. Having a multiverse, having too many characters, having too many stories, never good, right? They always have to have a reset storyline because it becomes unwieldy. You can't value this stuff as easily. So they have things like Flashpoint. I mean, DC does this a lot more than I think Marvel does. But I'm sure Marvel's done it. But like DC yeah. makes a big deal about it, right? Like Flashpoint. Well, I, I think one thing you have to consider, though, is the actor component to it, which is not an issue you have in traditional comic media. But if if the lesson learned from multiverse stuff is that they can handle it, the actor component is not an, is a non-issue. If they take the lesson that they're able to handle multiversals decently enough, we will see a new Captain America. We will see a new Iron Man. Without a full reset of the universe, they will take that as a, as a way to no longer have to be beholden to actors who bring something to the part and no longer want to play the part. I mean, I think you have to look at all of the stuff that they're doing and find the one of the more the one of the more cynical paths, and that's probably the path that they'll take because they're only interested in money. You know, Captain America merch can sell for for as long as it wants to sell, but it'll sell more if there's a new Captain America. Which right now they're doing with Falcon, but that's like uh, you know that's like a more natural transition. It almost feels like one that they they got their hands forced into. I don't know if they would have done that had there not been like a literal shield passing in the in Endgame. Yeah, I don't know. But I guess we'll, we can switch from that and not Disney centric news. Although God knows it'll it might be in, a, in a, ten years from now. <laughs> Marvel, uh, not Marvel. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Mario, Mario. By the oh. way, Mario. Wow. I think Italian people say Mario, but or Mario, but it mm-hmm. like Mario says it's a me, Mario. So we're gonna mm-hmm. say Mario. They have released their cast for the Mario movie. Yeah, so about that. Um what do you guys think about the cast of the Mario movie? Let's run let's through the cast real yeah, quick. Yeah, let's go. Let's yeah. I'm gonna go from the bottom to the top. Mm-hmm. So we're not gonna start with Mario. Apparently Sebastian Maniscalco. Maniscalco. It's going to play Spike. I don't know who that is. I don't so, know what Spike is. Is that one of the uh, Koopa kids? Don't know. Uh, Kevin Michael Richardson is going to play Kamek, who is that little little wizard turtle person. Oh, yeah. Hate that guy. I mean, the, uh, the character, not the actor. I don't know the actor. Yeah. Uh, Fred Armisen is going to be playing Cranky Kong, which I think is always I can get behind that. They, yeah, that's that seems right to me. I think it's weird that they have Kong, Kongs in here already because mm-hmm. like Donkey Kong is the son of the, the Kong that fought Mario in that first game. Yes. So anyway, Keegan-Michael Key is going to be Toad, which I'm which fine with. I think with. is yeah. fantastic. Seth Rogen is going to be Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah, that's where I start to be like, okay. <laughs> so what are, we do- Wait, what are we doing? Yeah, what are we doing here? Uh, Jack Black will be playing Bowser. Which I'm fine with. Yeah, I think if they do, okay. if they do a little smog to him, I'll like that a lot. Give him a little deeper tonality. I think he'll see the energy he brings will be nice. Anya Taylor Joy is going to be playing Princess Peach, and Charlie Day will be playing Luigi. 
I kind of like that, but I, <laughs> I don't that. know if it's I don't know if it's a good I, idea. I'm not married. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like this is a weird hyper energy for Luigi. Mm-hmm. And then Chris Pratt will be playing the eponymous Mario. So here's Mario. the the thing I don't know about that is, do we need a Mario movie? Like, what's the purpose of this movie? <laughs> I guess for me, what like my question is: there's like, are they going to be playing Mario straight in his universe, or are they going to be playing Mario in like a Wreck It Ralph type of like, or Sonic, not Sonic? But what Maybe does that mean? What does Mario straight in his universe mean? <laughs> right? Because Mario, like, he has somewhat of a personality, but not really. But like, like the, what? What? What is intrinsic? Like, what's 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 the Mario? Like straight, like straight, as in like Mario goes and saves rescue Pete, rescues Princess Peach. I mean, as if, opposed if, to if Chris Platt plays it straight, he will rescue Peach and basically not say anything except for like woohoo. Not right. straight, like I mean, straight, straight as a movie, not straight yeah, yeah, as yeah. in like an adaptation of the games. I mean, but I'm like messing a, with you, but like, but seriously, he doesn't have a personality. He's not a person. He's not even a character. He's he a force a, of nature. He yeah, he's Jumpman. He is Jumpman. He is a character because Mario has Mario has this like the way Mario has been given a lot of personality throughout the games, and like I don't, I'm not a big Nintendo guy, but I'll tell mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Mario is an egotistical, competent but con- overconfident son of a bitch. Like, okay, he, takes he was no he was told he's been the best uh, all of his life, and now it's fucking with him as he's <laughs> now he's reaching adulthood and uh, has to function yeah. in society. Yeah, like a lot of like a lot of the interactions that I'm th- I'm referring to are happening in like Mario tennis games, where like Luigi, like there's a this famously there's a there's, this, there's like if you win a, if you win one of those Mario tennis games, Luigi. Mario like steps on his foot and clowns him in public. Jesus, I didn't know about this. Yeah. So like he has a character, but I, I mean, yeah. play it straight as in like Mario has to go save Princess Peach from Bowser. But mm-hmm. the, another way they could do that, they could do this is Mario. Like they play it like Mario's already saved Princess Peach from Bowser. This is this is like all the things that you know about Mario that's happened, and there's like a new threat where they all have to like it's like a weird like I don't know how to describe this, but like an inversion of the. Of the medium, like a like a little bit of a wink and a nod, like kind of how Lego movie, like they, you could have played Lego movie straight, you know, you could have made it that they are just Lego people in a Lego universe or something. Mm-hmm. But, but they're then there's little, no movie. Yeah, but they're little toys that are like given energy. Like the part of the joke is that they're you're looking at it from the perspective of a viewer with Legos in the real world and Legos in this movie world are Legos. <laughs> And that's part of the gimmick. And so maybe the gimmick is like, yeah, you've seen Mario. We all fucking know who Mario is. This is some mm-hmm. wild shit that's about Mario, but is not the Mario story as in Mario goes and saves Princess Peach from Bowser. I think I see that as being what they will do. Something that's a little bit more tongue in cheek a little bit. Like how Pokemon is not a movie about Pokemon. You know? Yeah, but Pokemon had the, I mean, Pokemon had the anime. I mean, like Pokemon had like a storyline that was developed alongside Plus, there's like an intrinsic story of like you are kind of going off on your own. Anyway, but I don't want big, to talk about but Pokemon. The, but, the, but the big screen Pokemon movie is not that story. True. You I guess, know? I mean, I guess what they could, and this is kind of what you're getting at with this inversion thing that like Mario and the crew are so sort of, they're not, you might disagree with me, but they're not characters in like a story sense, at least in my mind. But that means that you can sort of use them as like a blank canvas, right? So if it's a blank canvas and they have like they're they're conceiving of these characters in a different way, I hate to say it, but like maybe Chris Pratt 
makes sense as like cast as Mario, depending on where they're taking Mario. But this comes back to my point of like, why <laughs> a Mario movie in the first place? Oh, right. I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. I mean, I money. If you and I have the same reason. It's money. <laughs> oh, I, I yeah. think there's another, I think there's another reason too. What's the second What's reason? Your reason? They made a Sonic movie. Oh, so I there's guess. some like weird like like rivalry sibling like, rivalry here. Yeah, like that, like maybe someone maybe someone at Nintendo is mad that Sega came out with a half decent movie before Mario did. If they can do it, why can't we? Mm. But I think they already learned that lesson from like they learned that lesson from like Pokemon, and they learned that lesson from like Wreck-It Ralph a little bit. You know, like yeah, I don't think I don't think there are any there are any Nintendo characters in in Wreck-It Ralph, but. There was definitely a Sonic. People are like willing, ready to see these characters in that media now. Mm-hmm. I think Bowser might have been in that villain scene, actually. Not yeah, sure. I think there was a, yeah, a non-voiced character. cameo. I don't know. Yeah, it's money. It's a hundred percent money. It's all that. It's the only reason they do any of these things is money. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of excited. I mean, I'll watch it. Oh uh-huh, yeah. I'm yeah. I'll have to ask you guys how it is. <laughs> you guys want to set a wager, like a friendly bet? Yeah, we'll set one right now. Yeah. It comes out December 2022, so we'll set a bet right now. Like more uh-huh. than a year away. What's the, the movie? What's the okay, I'm, I'm uh, my way well, I got a movie I got is a bet bad. For you. I got a bet for you. The thing I is I don't I can't I can't make a I can't make a wager that is like non-judgment. Like Oh, I got you. I got one. I got one. I bet okay. it we better than the original Super Mario Brothers movie. The live I'm action. Not taking, I'm not taking Oh, sure. Bet. I mean, I'll take that. I, I think there's no one begging <laughs> against you there. More entertaining though. Yeah, it'll definitely be more entertaining because actually the original movie was like bad and also not entertaining. Was John, was John Leguizamo in that movie as Luigi? Yes, that was not a fever dream. He was in that movie. <laughs> yeah. What's your bet for it? What was your bet? Oh, my, well, the thing is, my bet is that it's 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 going to be bad. It's going to be a bad movie. But the thing is, that's such like a that you can't bet on that. Like that doesn't mean anything. Let's do let's do a Rotten Tomato score over and under. Um, I think it gets over a seventy percent. Oh, I was thinking like I was thinking it's gonna hover between fifty and sixty. Yeah, so there we go. You think it gets under seventy? I think it gets over seventy. Okay, we'll see. Okay. Who, we'll see who's right. We'll see who's right. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I think it'll get over seventy and it'll be okay. And okay, uh, well, we'll see. Get, we'll see. Uh, transitioning away from Mario because that was it. I don't have anything else to say about Mario. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. You didn't really spend much time on the. I guess he had some comments on the casting, but. Is there any casting other than Chris Pratt that you were offended by? Or? I wasn't offended by Chris Pratt. I just, I guess Chris Pratt's casting is the one that makes me go, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if, I, look, I, Mario's not like, look, Mario's not like an Italian, like, like cultural icon, but it does feel like maybe put an Italian person in the role. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or you could put in the guy who, you could put in the person who's played Mario. If it's a, if it's if it's it's animated, right? He's in it. He's actually in it. He's gonna have uh, like cameos. It sounds like. Oh, as what? That's almost worse. Like <laughs> you could have been Mario, but we're gonna make you like extra Cooper number three. Could have been a contender, right? Instead of being a bum. If I were him, I'd be like, take your mo- take your. It comes yes. out in some movie about Mario being mad about the Mario games. I don't know. It's gonna be Mario playing a Mario game. And just being mad that he's like, this is not what I'm like. So ah, we're gonna be, we're gonna Mario, do a last, the untold story. Yeah, we'll do a we'll do a last segment here. Last segment today is gonna be kind of like a transition from the you know rest in peace Yahoo Answers type stuff. 
Uh, it's going to be, it's this Reddit subreddit called the 10th dentist, which builds itself off of that. There's that, you know, that, that thing like nine out of 10, 10, nine out of 10 dentists agree. Oh, got it. So you're yeah. the 10th dentist who doesn't agree. So you're like, it's like hot takes and type of stuff. And I guess I'll read it and give and, and read the little, read the little thing and sketch your, and like bounce it off of you Get guys. Yeah. So the first one we have is under the, has been tagged health and safety. And the title is I hate soft toilet paper. And the description goes, I've never understood why people like soft, soft toilet paper so much. Whenever I use it, little bits will like little bits. I'm so sorry. I need to, the thing that I did before where I like pay attention to grammar. I'm going to do that again. Whenever I use it, little bits will like come off on, come off on and around my labia. I always spend, I I don't know why I assumed this was going to be poop related, but that's my bad. I, I, I guess I need to work on my preconceived notions. I always spend a while in the shower scraping it out because it's so utterly gross. Roughish toilet paper doesn't do that, though. Whenever I have to pee while I'm out, I w- I'm always happy that they have the cheap toilet paper because it makes me feel cleaner once I'm done and everything. I usually keep Scott at home, too. Just don't understand the type of the hype around soft toilet paper because of how easily it falls apart. No thanks. Yeah, I was going to say maybe they've got like the wrong soft toilet paper, but... It sounds like they've had experience in multiple locations, you know, from the whenever I'm out and about part. So I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it's interesting. I, you know, I guess this just go, I, I hadn't really considered the, uh, the effects on the front matter, I guess. Personally, in my, our house, we use this, uh, who gives a crap. And it's, it's, it's not like a soft, like ultra soft. It's not like a layered thing. It's made from bamboo, so it's like, you know, somewhat responsible for the earth. But um, I mean, having a roommate that really enjoyed like the super plushy toilet paper, it is pretty gross how the layers just kind of separate and gross. I'm not a fan. So. Can, you describe to me, can you describe to me how the bamboo aspect makes it better for the environment? Uh, bamboo is uh, like uh, way easier to grow, so it's less fertilizer and water intensive and then also i mean like this stuff like it touches water and it dissolves okay 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 i got you i don't have an opinion about this (laughs) the next one is tag this food the title is i like candy corn oh and the the description is well the spooky month is almost here october is the greatest and with that so is the seasonal candy and candy corn is so good i don't understand why people hate it I think it has a unique taste, a taste so unique I can't even describe it. Candy corn is one of my favorite candies. I think that around four candy corn, four or five pieces of candy corn a year is good, right? Because like it's 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 definitely waxy. It's got a little bit of sugar, but it's like a new sensation. But like I'm not you can't have more than that. And that that means ultimately, like it's not good. Like if it's a good candy, you want more of it. <laughs> but I will hazard, like a small handful. No, I can't stand the stuff. I think uh, I think candy corn is real bad. Hmm. What are your thoughts on black licorice? I also don't like. I don't like Twizzlers. I don't like licorice. Hmm. I don't like wax stuff. See, that's that's. I like licorice. I like I like I like like the real anise seed like strong licorice and i'm not that's not i'm not saying this for clapping i'm just saying it because like i want to know like 
if I'm like how unique. I want so, somebody else to be like, yes, I also like licorice, but it never so happens. Have you ever? Uh, I mean, it's been a while since I've had like black licorice, and I've and I've really tried to expand what I like will try to eat. Like, because I feel like when I was younger, I didn't like it, but I'd give it another shot. Have you ever had like um? I had a Finnish friend in college and one time his parents uh, sent him these like these Finnish licorice and they were like salty, like briny. You ever have anything like that before? No, I've never heard of that. Oh, no. yeah, it is intense. Huh? Holy. Definitely try that. I'm looking at pictures online and obviously you can't tell how it tastes from the pictures, but it's like much darker looking than yes. I would expect it to be. Oh, yeah. It's like black. I imagined a black. I imagined something dark. Yeah. Uh, the next one is the best way to eat carrots is with ketchup. Oh, what? Don't even read that one. Skip that no, one. No, the description is hear me out, <laughs> which we obviously didn't. Uh, baby carrots with ketchup is a god tier combo and was the only way I used to eat carrots. Something about the combination of sweet and crunchy is really good. And the flavors match perfectly. This person's a troll. I think this person's not real. All the other ones I believed. I this, one has, this, one has a lot, this one has a lot of support in the comments. Ooh. It's just Someone not a said, combination I would ever think to try. Somebody Ooh. said in the comments, next time you have French toast with syrup and powdered sugar, throw some ketchup on there as well. Ooh. Yeah, I think ketchup is bad. <laughs> yeah. The only, ketchup, the only ketchup I like is like spicy ketchup. Like Whataburger has a spicy ketchup and sriracha ketchup. Yeah, I get the, um, I get the whole ketchup is bad thing. I like ketchup sometimes. Like I'm not above ketchup, but not not on not on carrots. <laughs> yeah, the carrots spare thing, me. I'm just not getting it. Going from there, burgers and fries are not a good combo. Okay, so I think I might actually get downvoted for this. IMO, the flavor of a burger and fries is too similar for them to work together. So eating fries in between burger bites doesn't really give you any kind of contrast or break from that flavor which makes eating them totally together, eating them together totally unsatisfying to me. I think something sweet is a much better pairing with both burgers and fries, hence the famous TikTok, if you dip a fry in some ice cream, you will have an orgasm. For a burger, sweet potato fries would be a much better side. Or you could even have your side be a fruit if you like. The thing about this one is that I don't necessarily disagree. I've never thought of it before because burgers and fries is such like a thing that I wouldn't have considered that they actually don't go together. And what I'm worried about with this subreddit, and what I was worried about when you brought it up, is that one of these is going to poison my mind, and then I'm going to end up thinking the same way, but like not about something useful, like not not like oh I've never thought about the world this way in like you know some way that's going to affect my life in like a profound way, but in like something like this, right? Like oh I can't have fries. Like don't you know fries are bad with burgers? And everyone's going to be like, what are you talking about? You know I've had sweet potato fries with burgers, and I think they are pretty yummy. I, I just think I'm just so... try, I I like saltier fries though, and I don't think that really complements what I would get on a burger. Like I don't I like think... salty burgers. Yeah, I think beef is inherently a little salty, but I mean, sure. I think I think sweet potato fries are better fries, just in mm. general. Uh, no, well, what do no. you think is the best kind of fry though? I'm very curious. in terms in terms of a paired item. But like a sp- fries by themselves, I have different opinions. We could do a fry tier list as one of our next topics at some point. Yeah. The problem um, with sweet potato fries, it's not that I dislike sweet potato fries, but they're not fries. They're like, a, they're a different food. It's too different. I think fries is the shape, right? Like you, the. You broke out a lot there. 
I don't know. It doesn't matter. The next one is. <laughs> yeah, fries uh, is the shape in theory, yeah, but in right. practice, it's also, you know, the potatoes. Potato, so. Yeah. I think uh, maybe the second to last one. I think this is not me. So sorry. Real quick. Uh, so sorry. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, you have to microwave your cereal with milk. Fuck. What? You saved the absolute worst for last. <laughs> it's not the worst. It's the second to last. But good. Oh, my. What? It gets worse? Well, what, what do they mean? Worse. What do they mean? You have to. Can you read the I mean, description? I need more yes, information. Eating it cold is a fucking crime because the cereal doesn't absorb the milk and don't, I'm sorry, and don't get moist and mushy enough. Then you have to chew it and it's stuck and it stucks in your teeth so badly and doesn't come off even after brushing your teeth. But when it's hot, the cereal gets mushy. So you don't have to chew. So you just put it in your mouth and swallow. So this much is better. Some weird sociopath shit right here. Yeah. So much better for your Has teeth. Has this person ever heard of oatmeal? Maybe they just want oatmeal. <laughs> and, there, and there are three. And there are three edits. Edit one. Seriously, didn't expect this. I mean, it's also scientific that taste buds taste hot food better than cold ones. Edit is that two. True? <laughs> edit two. I put both in the microwave, not just the milk, because together it makes the surface of the cereal have a unified layer and a distinct texture. Mm. Edit three. No, never mind. Edit three is nothing. Here's the thing. Here's what I'll say. Uh, My favorite cereal is Honey Bunches of Oats with Almonds. Okay. Uh, And my, my uncle, depending on his mood would eat this cereal cold or he would make it into like a mushy oatmeal by microwaving it and i think both are valid okay but what i will say is that i have never microwaved like outside of the experience of my uncle being an adult and i being like a child in his care have never like in my adulthood i have never gone on to microwave cereal and I think it works for a honey bunches of oats with almonds because it's practically or like a cornflakes. So you know someone who did this. Because, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm related to someone who did this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, two data points. But I will say that like like cereals that are like cornflake based kind of makes sense to me because they become a kind of an oatmeal. I do not see the argument for like if you were to microwave Fruit Loops. Yeah. Or, or like even Cocoa Puffs or Reese's Puffs. Even like part like of Cheerios, the, you wouldn't be able yeah, to microwave. Because part of the gimmick is that they're crunchy. <laughs> right. Wow. So I have to disagree. I have to say generally I disagree. I don't really agree with this. Maybe not as offended as you guys are, but I don't I'm not I I'm just, not gonna kick it. I mean, it. like you call another word for for oatmeal is hot cereal. Like it it's like it's like it's a thing, obviously. <laughs> but yeah. I guess I never thought to do that. This is the Chris Pratt Mario casting of this subreddit. Though I'm sure it gets much worse. So maybe I maybe I should have held that back. I don't know. My my feeling I will let the cereals sit for a little bit longer than I think an average person would to get it a little bit like soaked in the milk. But also don't ever listen to what I say about milk because I'm lactose intolerant. So let's but just keep I, going. I, I prefer milk with, I prefer milk. My favorite milk outside of, I'm also lactose intolerant. Gotcha. So my favorite milk is unsweetened uh, uh, almond milk because I'm also diabetic. So the it's one gram of carbs per cup of milk 
mm-hmm. as opposed to like 25 or 30. So it, and also I think it's inoffensive in that way. I think if you would, if anybody would have take a minute to like deconstruct the, the, the social construct of milk, they'd realize it's kind of weird and gross. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, like no animal drinks milk after infancy. What are we doing? Also, this might be a, like, this is like, a, this is like a thing that I grew up thinking is a, as, as like a white person thing. But like, if you like the idea that you would sit down with to dinner with like a steak or something and have a glass of milk <laughs> as like a beverage. That is so weird. That trips me up hard. Like I don't, I don't get that. That's a weird one. Yeah. Um, I bet people do it. Some Ned Flanders I mean, people shit. do it because it's the, because pop culture showed it to me enough times where I was like, I don't know what white people are doing, but they <laughs> <laughs> got whole glasses of milk as a, as like a beverage. And also they like the moral implications of milk and et cetera. It's not, it's not really all that ideal. Yeah. I mean, uh, go ahead. You're talking about like cow milk, not like plant-based milks. I mean, I don't believe in ethical capitalism. So any kind of milk, there's probably some type of, there's probably some type of like real fucked shit going on. If you were to go deep enough. But yeah, oh. definitely cow milks because they have to stay pregnant. They have to be releasing those hormones to be producing milk. So right. they're being kept in that state artificially, permanently. And then like the the then you think about like the logistics of it and what percentage of blood is allowed to remain in milk. Although you know, although pasteurized, so maybe a non-issue. You know, you it's it's kind of it's like these 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 udders are being worked. So long and so it's look, man, it's fucked, right? Like it's all fucked. You can't you can't get into animal products without being the line between product and this is fucked when it ta- when we're talking about animal products is pretty short. As but I think I camp- got you. You basically said that it, that animal products are fucked and that you can't think like even if you start measuring, like the the if you start like measuring the misery, like you just can't. <laughs> it, it sort of like boggles the mind. I made all that up. I don't actually know literally what you said, but that's the gist of what I got. I'll get this question out real quick then. I, the last one is, I like oh, it when I get mosquito bites. Oh! <laughs> now, the, the description is, now hear me out. I do not like mosquitoes, but I like the itchiness. The feeling when you scratch it is just pure bliss. Sometimes I'll purposely put my bug spray away just so I can get a mosquito bite. It's, <laughs> nice, it's nice to be able to feel something, I guess. Oh, my God. This person needs like some kind of connection some Jeez. kind of human connection probably i mean i assumed a lot with what i just said it's probably uh not my place to say that but that's just my immediate thought that's well, i don't even know where to begin with that <laughs> i like to mis- i like mosquito bites that's a that's a spicy take man that's a very spicy take yeah brent what, what's your reaction to this i mean i don't know if my connections is holding right now but uh i think it's fucking crazy uh-huh. <laughs> and it stresses me out like that person stresses me out mm-hmm. never and think that there's a person out there who who's like who's intentionally getting bit by mosquitoes actively seeking it out and with that you can reach us nowhere uh except for popculturecake at gmail.com if you'd like to support us you can sponsor an episode by reaching out to one of us because you likely know us and if not, reach out through the email and uh, in exchange, we'll allow you to listen to an episode early and, and title it if you so choose. Other than that, we are back. I maybe not have released anything just yet, but we are back. We are doing well for the most part. We hope you're doing well. We hope you're staying safe. Thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you next time. Bye.